0: By Lucky Station.
4: With S R N News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump credits his accord with North Korea's Kim Jong Un with saving tens of millions of people from the threat of nuclear war.
0: Our meeting was the first time a sitting American president has ever met with a leader of North Korea. Our conversation was open, honest, direct, and very, very productive.
4: Meanwhile, the president now says it's possible he'll be meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin before the summer's over.
0: One week after meeting with a group of seven allies in Canada, the president is making the case that Russia should be allowed to rejoin the G7. And he says former President Obama is to blame. President Obama lost Crimea because President Putin didn't respect President Obama, didn't respect our country, and didn't respect Ukraine. Russia was kicked out of the G7 in 2014 when Putin sent troops into Ukraine and annexed Crimea. The president says it's possible he'll meet with Putin this summer. Greg Clugston, Washington.
4: A pair of new studies telling us what to think about what we drink, starting with alcohol.
5: The study was designed to prove or disprove if a single drink a day could help prevent heart attacks. But the director of the National Institutes of Health pulled the plug after learning the agency used money from the alcohol industry to help pay for the research.
4: And correspondent Jackie Quinn reports that may have crossed the line, according to the, the National Institutes of Health's internal ethics guidelines. California officials proposing a regulation change that would declare coffee does not present a cancer risk. The proposal would counter a recent state court ruling that found coffee should
2: carry warning labels because a carcinogen has been found. The Office of Environmental Health Hazard Assessment says that a review of more than 1,000 studies published by the World Health Organization found inadequate evidence that coffee causes cancer.
4: This is Dennis Crowley, and this is SRN News. AM
2: 1280, The Patriot.
6: The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Gain practical experience with emerging technology and equipment not found in the civilian world. The Army National Guard can get you started in an array of STEM-related career fields such as information technology, communication systems, special forces engineers, technical engineering, air traffic control, and chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear science. Get a head start on your career in an exciting new field while earning money to pay for college, all while serving in your own community. Log on to nationalguard.com or talk to a recruiter in your area to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities available to you in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association at this station.
0: Napa Know How. Right now, a three pack of peak microfiber cloths is just 199 But they're not just inexpensive, they're innovative. After all, they clean and dry and polish and support our troops. Because for every purchase of peak microfiber cloths for $199, we will make a donation to the Intrepid Fallen Heroes Fund. That's no average cloth. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know How.
1: Napa Know How.
0: At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, offer expires 6 30 18.
1: Are you thinking about your Medicare benefits right now? You know, original Medicare may not cover all of your needs, and the deadline to choose your plan is rapidly approaching. Plus, whatever Medicare plan you choose is locked in for a full year. So the wrong choice could cost you thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket costs. At Health Markets, we can help you find a plan to minimize those costs with one free phone call. You could spend hours doing all the research yourself or our licensed agents can do it for you for free. Call Health Markets now for free help. Call now,
2: 800-608-1392. 800-608-1392. That's 800-608-1392. Again, 800-608-1392. Health Market Insurance Agency is the DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions. Licensed in all 50 states and D.C. Service and product availability varies by state. Agents may be compensated based on your enrollment.
7: Here at the Kingdom Builders, relationships are more important than sales figures. We're not real interested in doing these commercials to pull you in with marketing. We're more interested in having an opportunity to reach out and establish a relationship with you. Matthew, my son-in-law, now works a lot in the office with me, and our goal is really to be great ambassadors for the Lord Jesus. We don't want to put our light under a bushel basket. Yeah, I've just really enjoyed talking with customers and seeing what their problems are and trying to fix those for them, trying to get peace of mind with the issues they're having with their home. We think the business part will come naturally if we have a good, solid relationship with you and establish a level of trust. We've just been immensely blessed with all the people that we've met in the past few years, and we look forward to growing our family of customers. We'd like the opportunity just to look at your roof, your gutters, whatever it might be, For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, find us online at thekingdombuilders.net. The following program was
2: pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
8: It's time now for Where You Live with Gene Sullivan, the show that deals with the news and events that affect you the most. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single-family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. So, from the Bank of Omaha studios,
3: here's the original man of steel,
2: Resolve
8: himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Where You Live I'm Gene Sullivan, and I'm broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. You know your association members take tremendous pride in their communities. You can help them maintain that pride with custom financing through Mutual of Omaha Bank, a lending expert that's worked with thousands of community associations. So whether you want to purchase real estate or equipment or make repairs to common areas, Mutual of Omaha Bank can meet your needs with a team of dedicated local professionals. Call Tom Ingbloom at 312-209-2623, Mutual of Omaha Bank, member FDIC. I'm also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors, and I want to say hello to the man that makes it happen week after week, Mr. Trevor K. How are you, Trevor? Gene, good, man. I'm real good. What's up? What's new? Yeah, I, I tell you, I can't complain. Uh, you know, we're going to sure. be talking a little bit later in this uh, story about uh, someone in Florida. And, uh, you know, in Florida, they have, they have hurricanes. We don't have hurricanes. True. They have alligators. And uh, the story is about alligators. Hmm. Uh, alligators taking someone's life. I'm glad we don't have alligators here in Minnesota. And me too. You know, uh, I'll, give, I'll take uh, mosquitoes and ticks any day of the week. Uh, Over alligators and snakes for sure yeah so I've got uh, nothing to complain about at all well we hope uh, folks you have uh, nothing to complain about on this weekend and thank you for stopping by uh, to our show we're going to begin with our first story that's right it's time for a legislative update that's right when you have a legislator who only tool is a hammer, every problem looks like a nail, and that's what we're going to be talking about with our uh, first story. And uh, this uh, came from the uh, News Review, and it came b- back in January, and it was referred to as "out of the shadow government." Now, the story deals with a couple. John and Karen Cave. They're members of a 200-unit homeowner association called Plavada Community Association in Kingvale, located in the Sierra Nevada Mountains. Gorgeous area uh, for these homes. Most uh, that live there just live there part-time. They're uh, big outdoor enthusiasts who enjoy uh, all that the area has to offer. But there are several... Families like the Caves that live there all year round. Now, Karen Cave uh, had a work related spinal injury that's left her needing to walk with the help of a cane. Now, what's the problem? Well, apparently, one of uh, this is uh, one of the few areas where owners uh, right by their home can cross with a snowmobile to get out, to, out of the property and development and to be able to enjoy the great outdoors. Uh, because of that, the homeowners association said to the caves, we're going to fine you if you remove the snow from your driveway because now the snowmobiles can't cross to uh, get out and uh, to uh, enjoy the countryside. And the caves have an issue with that. They said, well, we've got to Uh, We've got to do that so we can get our car in and out. We need to have our car close to us. Karen can't walk the half, the quarter mile to where the parking lot is, where everybody else is parking. And um, what is the association doing? Well, they are fining the caves $500 each time they clear their driveway. And in the Sierra Nevada mountains, uh, Uh, When it snows, it snows a lot. And so fines have reached up to $50,000. Now, no doubt this situation has continued on too long, and it has clearly gotten out of hand. So that's the story that everybody is now getting involved to uh, quote-unquote fix everything, right? It's become, once again, another example of legislators like I said before, whose only tool is a hammer. Every problem looks like a nail. Uh, what got me in reading about this uh, story and this mess, and uh, first of all, is uh, for this story, there were the uh, so-called experts of homeowner associations. So you ask yourself, who are these experts of homeowner associations? Are they other people who are board members? Are there other members living in an HOA? Are they people like attorneys, management companies who work and serve the HOA industry? Is it an organization like CAI, Community Associations Institute? No. It's an organization calling themselves the Bill of Rights Coalition. And as far as I can see, I can't even find a a website for them uh, uh, on the Internet. And who are they? Uh, What are they all about? What is their area of expertise? Well, their spokesperson apparently seems to think she understands how an HOA operates. She refers to these HOA boards. Uh, If you read this article, she said these HOA bodies, uh, all they are are someone who has assumed powers largely in absence of constitutional checks and balances that usually apply to local government that's what all these HOA bodies are they're just people who've assumed their powers uh, she went on to say they create their own laws they levy taxes and to enforce them and adjudicate complaints she couldn't be more wrong an HOA board just doesn't grab, is uh, some uh, few people who just grab and assume authority. An HOA board has authority given to them in the same manner as anybody elected to City Hall or Congress. It's the will of the governed that gave them the temporary authority to govern, and in this case, the HOA. To say there is no checks and balances is completely wrong. The same checks and balances apply in an HOA as they do to government, okay? Uh, And we're talking about self-government, right? And that means that the people elect who they want to represent them. If those people are doing well, guess what? They continue on in that uh, position. When they don't do well, guess what? They get removed and other people are put in place. That is the check and balance. That is the check and balance that every HOA has, the same as anybody who is concerned about uh, the governance in city or uh, state or, or the federal government, for that matter. Now, I'll be the first to tell you that in some areas uh, of uh, the country, just like in certain HOAs over others, participation of the people who get involved in elections can be low or can be a lot higher. And in the case where there the election are the participation is very low. Guess what? I guess the people really get what they deserve. But to say that they have no choice to make it sound like they're just helpless pawns, it bothers me to no end to hear people spout off like that. Do I think the situation is wrong? Oh, yes, in so many ways. Uh, Let me tell you, first of all, the board in this particular story is uh, just being ridiculous putting on and piling on these kinds of fines again and again, thinking that uh, uh, everything is uh, okay and they're in in the right. Uh, the board is not working uh, to find another compromise for all concerned. The board uh, is uh, not even recognizing uh, that you know in this particular case you have Karen Cave who has a disability. And the association needs to be making a reasonable accommodation to help someone who's disabled. Yeah, there's a lot that's wrong with the board. But how about the caves? There's stuff that's wrong here too. Did they get involved with the? Does this story uh, talk about them getting involved with uh, the HOA politics? No. At five hundred dollars, uh, time you know, each time being fined, and over fifty thousand dollars. This isn't something that just happened overnight. This has happened a long time. Do we hear in the story that uh, she and her husband went to the board? No, not at all. They let it pile up again and again and again. And then what do they do? They go to state government. That's right. What they, what they do is uh, they don't get involved with the HOA. They don't, get, they don't say, well, we're going to run for the board ourselves. We're going to work to change the leadership in the board. No, not that, not at all. They finally get uh, fed up and they say, well, we need to go to who we think is the boss of the HOA. And I guess she thought the boss of the HOA was state government, not realizing that uh, she and every other member in that association are the boss of those that are members of that association. So what was it that uh, California state legislator was going to do in changing the law? Well, I'll tell you about that, but we're going to take a quick break. So don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280, The Patriot. We're back after this. AM 1280,
9: The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thriving Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753.
7: Licensed agent producer of Thriving Financial, marketing name for Thriving Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thriving Investment Management, Inc., Thriving.com, disclosures.
5: There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic in Minnesota. Only physicians provide the advanced laser and injectable treatments. Established in 2004, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic of Edina has been nationally recognized for their outstanding results. This clinic has the most body contouring and fat reduction options in the state. You can also choose treatments that erase or improve the signs of aging. Set up your free consultation with a physician. There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic. Skinrejuvenationclinic.net
10: at TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
11: Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtreme or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs.
8: Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show is brought to you by Extreme Exteriors as well. You know, uh, with Extreme Exteriors, you can count on them for expert installation of exterior siding, roofing, soffits, fascia, decks, windows, and more. With their knowledge and experience, they can design the perfect solution To make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call at 763-441-1334 and tell them Gene sent you. It's time now to hear from the Community Associations Institute. Here is the CAI Minute. Are you a volunteer in your homeowner association?
1: Maybe a residential property manager wanting to increase your industry knowledge and obtain professional credentials in property management. Are you a vendor or professional offering services to homeowners and associations or property managers? If you said yes to any one of those questions, then join the Community Association Institute. The CAI is a great organization, helping you be informed and more proficient in your homeowner association board member or property manager role. It's also a great way to network with potential clients. For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit cai-mn.com to learn more. That's cai-mn.com. The Minnesota chapter of CAI holds monthly managers' luncheons, board member education training, property manager certification training, and much more. It also produces a bi-monthly informative magazine called Minnesota Community Living. Why not join the Community Association Institute today? You can do so online at cai-mn.com
8: and select Membership. We're talking about this uh, story that came from uh, the News Review, and uh, it's a story that uh, was uh, first uh, printed in January. It's called Out of the Shadow Government. And um, as I said in the first segment, it's about someone who has uh, an understanding of HOAs that I think is just all wrong and very misleading. Uh, what you have is a situation that, yes, has uh, gone wrong with uh, people that are on the board in finding a homeowner uh thousands tens of thousands of dollars for something ridiculous that i think they need to uh make a reasonable accommodation for someone who has a disability here. Uh, and so yes, it's easy in a story like this to uh, uh take sides and say yeah, you feel sorry for uh in this case, it's uh Karen Cave who is uh, the person who just wants to get out of her driveway in her uh, HOA. But uh like I said, instead of understanding the power and authority she and everybody that is a member in the association has, they want to go to uh, others uh, to uh, to uh, legislate and, and to uh, take care of things in other ways. In this particular case, she went to the state legislature. And was there a state legislator willing to take up the cause, wanting to be the next hero to save the day uh, with uh, jet just what we always need, right? More legislation, more laws. The legislator thought the answer was a new law. Uh, She came up with House Bill 2289. And it says that an association may not deny an owner or occupant physical access to uh, his or her uh, separate interest. My thought was, really? This is ridiculous. I bet my bottom dollar there are already laws on the books that deal with this and with the basic property rights that a homeowner has in living in a homeowner's association. I know for a fact, uh, in California, they have what uh, they refer to as the Davis-Sterling Act, which is California's answer to what we have in Kiowa, the Minnesota Common Interest Ownership Act. And uh, to me, this is a situation... Uh, Let me give you an example that I think is analogous uh, in this uh, situation here. Okay, let's say you have another law on the books. Let's say murder, right? Uh, Do we have to also have a law that says you cannot commit murder with a gun? And, oh, we better say you better not commit murder with a knife. Now we need another law that says you better not have uh, commit murder with a screwdriver. And, oh, how about, oh, you better not commit murder by choking someone. You get the point, don't you? I, I think there, there's already something on the book uh, that says don't commit murder. I don't think that you need to spell this out. And a lot of times what happens with legislators, they're trying to find uh, their relevance, and the reason why they need to be uh, re-elected over and over again, and the amount of legislation that we have piled on year after year seems to get to be to the point of ridiculousness. I mean, are we to believe that uh, a law in court, uh, using this uh, analogy I did of murder here, that uh, someone is actually going to say to the judge, well, Your Honor, yeah, we know murdering with a gun is wrong, but, you know... The law really is silent on using a screwdriver. No, I don't think that's going to be the case, and I don't think that what we need in this case is another piece of legislation. I think there are probably other things that are already there that just need to be enforced. The last thing I wish to emphasize here is this. We need to remember that the real authority in all government is who? You, the American people. We need to stop thinking of ourselves as helpless victims always asking uh the our, our elected officials help. What are you what are you going to do about this? That seems to be uh the cry. Someone says, "You know what? Uh uh we've got there's an issue here. You've got to do something with it." It's uh, never we've got to do something. We've got to put our heads together. No, you do. And uh, the big biggest problem seems to have stemmed from the fact that in our society today, I think we uh, have this uh, thinking that our elected officials are our leaders. We need to remember uh, they are our public servants. I remember the story of our founding fathers. They were thinking, what do we call George Washington now that he's going to be our our leader? Um, They said, uh, do we uh, uh, call him uh, your excellence uh, your, uh, your Highness, and they had all kinds of uh, lofty names. And it was Ben Franklin, I think, who probably said, no, I think the term Mr., Mr. President, is fine, because he said the true position of honor, Ben Franklin said, is with the common man. He said we need to remember that uh, when someone gets elected, they step down to a position of, ser- of being a servant as an elected official. They resume and are exalted once again after leaving office to become the common man once again in our society. Uh, We need to remember that people who, who we elect are there and they serve at our pleasure. When the majority does not show up for an election, and they do that in an HOA. Why? Because they say, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time to get involved. I don't have time to go to an annual meeting, even though it's once a year. You know, uh, they say, well, what do we pay our dues for anyway? You know, uh, all of this is supposed to be done for me as if all of a sudden life goes on a uh, uh, an automated style here where uh, nothing's going to go wrong in their life. Uh, no, in uh, our society, we have a, a great opportunity of what's called self-governance. Well, that t- takes ourself and uh, the other individuals to be involved in that governance. When you don't show up for elections, and then you get what you uh, deserve in terms of who the leaders are. The real issue here with this association is that uh, the majority has uh, become silent to a few people who, after a while, have gotten some things out of hand. What's going to really stop Uh, This HOA from this kind of thing happening where these fines just take place, it's not going to be another law at the state legislature. It's going to be the involvement of homeowners like you and I who are involved and are members of that HOA to be active and involved in the politics of that association. Well, we're going to take another quick break. Don't go away. I've got a guest uh, with me, attorney Tony Smith. We'll be back with Where You Live after these messages.
2: AM 1280, The Patriot.
9: Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrive and Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952 658 8753.
7: Licensed agent producer of Thrive and Financial, marketing name for Thrive and Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrive and Investment Management Inc. Private.com slash disclosures.
5: There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic in Minnesota. Only physicians provide the advanced laser and injectable treatments. Established in 2004, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic of Edina has been nationally recognized for their outstanding results. This clinic has the most body contouring and fat reduction options in the state. You can also choose treatments that erase or improve the signs of aging. Set up your free consultation with a physician. There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net.
11: Pro-life across America,
5: the Billboard people.
9: My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise.
11: America.org. ProLife Pro Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. Pro Across.
8: Listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show is also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. Before we get into uh, my next segment with my guest, Attorney Tony Smith, I want to remind all our listeners uh, that uh, if uh, you have um, a, an idea for a, a story or a topic for this show or you have a question you'd like answered, All you need to do is go to our website at www.newconceptsgroup.com. At uh, the top right of the page, you'll see uh, where it says Education and Resources. Pull that menu down, click on Radio Show, and it'll have all of my uh, contact information. So you can give me uh, a call. Uh, I'll be happy to talk to you during the week. Or if you'd uh, like me to address something on the show, I'm happy to do that as well our uh our website is a great resource to go for so many other things we have a special section that is preferred vendors we have a lot of uh self-managed homeowner associations and uh, you may say who do i who should i be looking for as someone who really knows grounds care who should uh, i be uh, dealing with and and pick whatever uh category area that uh, you need uh work or service in your HOA We've got a list of preferred vendors that are just great people that uh, have been tried and trued and know this uh, industry of HOAs very well. So you can go there. We also have uh, another area where we have uh, a list of webinars that are free for you to use 24-7. We have over 31 that will uh, cover everything from how to read a financial statement, the role of the board, what's an HO6 policy, and why do I need it, uh, and so many other things. So it's a great resource. Go to www.newconceptsgroup.com. Well, it is uh, time now to uh, introduce my guest, but we're going to uh, also introduce our next story, and that is property management in the news. And, of course, property management in the news is brought to you by Zero Res Carpet Care, a proud sponsor of this program. Contact Zero Res today to learn about association pricing for your HOA or condo, cleaning carpets, air ducts, dryer vents, and now even adding flooring installation and sales to their list of quality services. The number to use when you're ready is 9520-RES. Spell it backward or forward, it spells the same, zero res. I would like to now uh, welcome uh, to uh, the show uh, my guest, who is attorney Tony Smith, who is the Smith of Smith, Jaden, and Johnson. Hello, Tony. Welcome to the show.
3: Hey, Gene. Thanks for having me back. It's always a
8: pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you uh, back as uh, well. Now, uh, we've got a, uh, a story that uh, we need to kind of set up for our listeners and want to get your thoughts uh, about this, okay? And um, today's story is a prime example of what I think is media uh, sensationalizing a story. Uh, The headlines uh, reads like this. It, It says, Two days before alligator killed woman, her community, or HOA, was urged to be on guard. Now your mind begins to race and go, "Uh uh-oh, this HOA is going to have some legal liability here. They were told of a possible horrific situation, and then they didn't uh, communicate to their members, and someone got hurt. But no, uh, the, the lead byline goes completely the other way, and it says in the very next sentence, it says that the community, or HOA, urged residents to be on guard two days before the attack. Wow, that's just not a typo, folks. That's intentional to get you sucked, in, sucked into reading the news story. And, you know, I guess uh, from that standpoint, they were successful. The story is about a woman by the name of uh, Shizuka Matsuki. A homeowner in the gated community of Isla del Sol Homeowners Association. She regu- regularly walked her three dogs around the lake at the Silver Lakes uh, Rotary Nature Park. Now, others claimed she could be found doing this on a regular basis uh, alone and also at a number of times with her husband, uh, Yukio Matsuki. However, on this particular day, about a week ago, Shizuka was first seen walking her dogs. And then later, about an hour or so later, the three dogs were barking loudly while staring at the edge of the water. Upon closer examination, one of the dogs had been bitten uh, by an alligator as well, and they were taken, of course, to an animal shelter. A few days later, uh, trappers finally caught an alligator that was over 12 feet in length. Uh, Suzuka's arm was found in the alligator's stomach. Divers later recovered the rest of her body that was at the bottom of the lake. The gator had been reported as a nuisance for over a year and a half, uh, the story goes on to say, and had eluded the trapper until finally last week when it was uh, caught. Uh, This story also mentioned uh, neighbors or members of the association had been complaining about the alligator uh, in the park. And so uh, here to help me address this story is uh, Tony Smith. And Tony, this is a tragic story. makes you appreciate uh, uh, being in Minnesota.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take snow every day yeah, yeah. over alligator
8: attacks. Yeah, this is just, it's, it's, it's terrible what uh, happened with this woman. But what caught my attention and I wanted to talk to you about is, uh, of course, ultimately this was a misleading byline that said woman is now basically dead because her HOA was urged to be on guard, and that wasn't the case. They were kind of the first to, some of the first to tell people Hey, be careful. But it got me thinking, when something happens in an HOA, when there is um, something, let's say it's a, a series of burglaries or something else, what kind of responsibility does an HOA have uh, to uh, make sure that they, ha- they are the ones that have to get that message out to their members? Well, It's
3: a great question. Actually, before we do that, you know the thing that really caught me about the byline What was that? The attack didn't even happen in the association. It happened at a separate nature park outside of the association's boundaries. Yes, you're right. So I'm sitting here reading this story, and to get to your question, what is an association's responsibility to its members, I think we all, from a common sense standpoint, know that we don't have obligations to notify people of risks in the world at large. Mm -hmm. But within our walls, within the the property owned by an association, at least here in Minnesota, the general rule of thumb is that the HOA has a duty to use what we lawyers call reasonable care to act for the safety of all of the entrants, people who may come onto that land. Mm -hmm. That includes the homeowners, tenants, vendors, anyone else. Mm -hmm. But there's a flip side to that, too the HOA isn't the only one with a responsibility. The homeowners also have a duty to use reasonable care, which really depends on the circumstances. So it's this common-sense approach, act reasonably, be reasonable, with respect to mm-hmm. both the HOA and the members who are on the property.
8: You talked about reasonable care. What you're referring to is uh, in, uh, in law, they refer to it as uh, the, uh, uh, what is it, the... Uh, the uh, common... Uh, oh, the common
3: law. The, yes. Yeah, the the ne- com- we're talking about negligence. People may, may have seen uh, court television shows where an, an attorney will talk about negligence. And negligence just means that there is an absence of reasonable care. Somebody didn't do something that a reasonable person would be expected to do in the same situation. So when we're talking about... The H- prudent person. Exactly. Yes. Okay. The reasonably prudent person. So when we're talking about HOAs. We're talking about What would a reasonable homeowners association do if it became aware of certain conditions? So, for example, let's take something that we deal with all the time, Gene. Let's talk about an HOA that has a homeowner report a leak. Mm -hmm. What do we do in that situation? What does the reasonable association do? We probably go out and inspect the the roof and make sure the leak isn't there. What does the association do if if there's a a downed power line on its property? Well, it probably calls Excel and has the power line picked up. Mm -hmm. And probably tells the homeowners, "Hey, don't go near the downed power line." Those are the kinds of things in, in a, in a real-world perspective that we see that are really good examples of what reasonable care
8: is. Yes. Now, the and again, when people refer to the HOA, they uh, a lot of people who are members of an HOA refer to as well the association as if it were a separate entity. The HOA is just that person along with all their other neighbors that are in that same community.
3: Well, yes, but remember that the HOA has a board, mm-hmm. so the HOA acts through the board. So when I think of what does the HOA do and where does the buck stop, yeah, the, the board is accountable to the homeowners, but the board is probably going to be in the best position to make those kinds of calls. Yeah. So,
8: And what uh, are some of those uh, prudent calls? How should an HOA board act? We're going to talk more about this with my guest. Attorney Tony Smith, but we need to take another break, so don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280 The Patriot, back after this. AM
2: 1280 The Patriot.
5: There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic in Minnesota. Only physicians provide the advanced laser and injectable treatments. Established in 2004, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic of Edina has been nationally recognized for their outstanding results. This clinic has the most body contouring and fat reduction options in the state. You can also choose treatments that erase or improve the signs of aging. Set up your free consultation with a physician. There is only one skin rejuvenation
11: clinic. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net.
1: New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond.
8: You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show is also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. My guest uh, for the remainder of the show is attorney Tony Smith. We're talking about it's an unfortunate story. In uh, Florida, just uh, about a week ago, a woman walking uh, her dogs like she usually Uh, did not even in the HOA uh, itself proper, but in a nearby nature park was attacked by an alligator. Uh, The story made it sound as if uh, the HOA or community knew about that uh, beforehand. And it looked like there was kind of uh, a little bit of uh, giving the the HOA uh, some blame here for this. And uh, we're talking about what kind of, uh, what kind of, uh, Responsibility does someone who's on a board have to their members. But before we do that, uh, we need to take a moment to hear from the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association. Here is the MHA
10: Minute. If you're renting out a property for the first time, there's a lot you need to know so that you can do it successfully and, frankly, keep yourself out of trouble. Luckily, there's a statewide resource with all the tools you need to run your new business successfully. In fact, the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association regularly holds a seminar called Accidental Landlord, specifically designed for people who are renting out a property for the first time. They also have residential leases, security deposit agreements, a lead disclosure, and lots of other forms. They even have brochures on the principles of successful property management and the eviction process that you can download for free. So if you want to know more about the Accidental Landlord Seminar or other classes about owning, managing, or maintaining anything from a single unit to a growing apartment portfolio, visit the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association's website, mmha.com. That's two Ms, mmha.com. Now,
8: Tony, you were uh, mentioning in our last segment uh, concerning this story, you're talking about uh, responsibility with the board uh, If someone is just joining us now, can you kind of tell us uh, once again, what is the responsibility that an HOA board has? They are to be a fiduciary
3: to their members. Yeah,
8: I, I think that if I was to sum it up,
3: I'd say they have three real duties. They have a duty to inspect their property to make sure it's free from dangerous conditions. It's got a second duty to repair any dangerous conditions it may find, assuming it's within their responsibility mm-hmm. under the declaration. And then three, it's got a duty to warn the homeowners about those conditions if they're not open and obvious. And that's one of the things that I was really interested in about this alligator story. There's there's an exception to uh, this duty of care for conditions that are known and obvious. So... When I read this, my first thought was I thought that this association down in Florida went above and beyond the call of duty in sending out a a warning to its homeowners because I'm not so I don't live in Florida, Mm -hmm. but and I'm not that smart. I mean, I'm only a lawyer, but I'm not sure that anybody needs to tell me that alligators live in Florida and are really dangerous. Oh yeah,
8: if uh, if uh, if I'm in Florida, I am always on the lookout when I'm next to any body of water. Because you know they're going to come uh, come out just about any time. Uh, you're you're right. Um, but you said something that's uh, very interesting that I'd like us to maybe tackle, and that is, um, do you think that boards sometimes inadvertently uh, involve themselves in situations uh, where they go they do go above and beyond, but because of that, they also are taking on and place themselves in responsibility they otherwise wouldn't have?
3: That's a, a really good question. You, you talked in an earlier segment about how legislators are trying to find their relevance, and I think that yeah. lawyers tend to do the same thing, mm-hmm. I mean, especially lawyers who represent HOA boards. I mean, Our job is really to keep HOAs from, uh, from liability, from exposing themselves to liability. So I think sometimes we are overly cautious in the amount of advice we give and the kinds of advice we give. For yeah. example, I, yo, go you have associations with security cameras, and the idea yes. behind security yes. cameras uh-huh. is let's put them in place to prevent crime. And dummy cameras exist. You can go out and buy fake security cameras. Mm-hmm. And I've actually had associations that want to put up the dummy cameras thinking that it's going to deter crime, but they want to put a sign up by the camera saying, this is only a dummy camera. And I'm thinking to myself, you're smuggling pineapples to hawaii with this <laughs> it's it's just the such a strange message like you know some attorney at some point looked at that and said well you know if you put the dummy cameras in place some homeowner might think that you're watching them so you got to tell them that we're not or that they're not real which kills the whole purpose of having the dummy camera in the first place
8: well it and it gets to the point i i do think that uh boards do uh, put themselves in situations they just don't need to. I mean, I see it all the time. You know, uh, you have the uh, monthly board meeting and uh, there's well, what most people have, the what they consider the homeowners forum where people will come. And people will come and complain about things that the association hasn't done with a plant that's dead or someone not picking up after their dog and all of that kind of stuff. But there is, uh, I've noticed, a lot of people bringing stuff that really has nothing to do with the responsibility of the board or the association, but uh, homeowners are saying, fix this for me. And I think that uh, there is a a problem if a a board uh, starts uh, inserting themselves in a lot of situations that uh, they really should stay out of.
3: I I agree with you, and I think that at least part of that is – and I don't think it's, it's a uniquely Minnesotan thing, but people are conflict-averse, and the idea that if they can yeah, go to somebody right. else yeah. to try to get somebody else to fix their problem, when really it, it could probably be solved by having a conversation with your neighbor about whatever it is that's really bothering you, I agree.
8: That's a good point.
3: I mean, associations really only have a handful of really capital-I important responsibilities. Collect assessments, maintain the property, enforce the governing documents. That's it. I mean, they're not out there to be mediating personal disputes or things like that. And you're right. I've seen that happen so many times where they'll interject themselves, and you can't get away from it.
8: Yeah. And one of those, uh, let me give you an example of one that's becoming a bigger deal, and that is in the area of rentals. Okay. Um, For a board to have uh, some guidelines, procedures in place in terms of we expect a, a, a background check, uh, and uh, having uh, contact information for the renter, uh, terms of the lease agreement uh, known. Yeah, all of that makes sense. Some boards want to go uh, beyond and interject themselves and say, we want to insist on having approval of screening tenants. I think that would be uh, something that would put them open them up for potential liability, especially in today's world where uh, there are a number of people who are suing and bringing up HUD cases because they're saying, uh, you've denied me not on, a, on any good grounds, but on something that we think is discriminatory.
3: I agree with you 100%. Uh, and it's surprising uh, how many boards want to have that level of control to be able to say, well, we want to see the application and we want to have final approval. And from a liability perspective, that's, that's a nightmare because it just takes one report. To either the state's attorney general's office or to HUD, and the next thing you know, even if your association had the best of intentions and didn't have any discriminatory intent, you're the subject of an investigation.
8: Oh, yeah, it just opens themselves up. Uh, so, uh, let me ask you what is a kind of rule of thumb that board members should keep in mind before getting involved with uh, every single problem brought up by its uh, members? I would say ask yourself,
3: is this something I have to do under the declaration? If the declaration doesn't say you have to do it, you probably shouldn't be doing it. You know, we're not here as HOA boards to be mediators or to nanny people. You know, we don't really need to tell people how to live their lives. What we need to do is we need to make sure we're operating our properties the right way, keeping them in good repair.
8: One that uh, comes to my mind, too, that I think can always be helpful is, Sometimes boards want to get involved, and they're very limited in how they can respond when someone has behavior that is not acceptable. Uh, You can send out a notice, you can fine, and that's that's about it.
3: That really is, (laughs) yeah.
8: And and so, but there are other uh, there a number of times I try to tell uh, clients, you know, um, instead of just finding. Uh, fine after fine, and just having them pile up for someone uh, who has a dog that is uh, not behaving and is kind of a, a terror. Why not call uh, the city or municipality? They have they have some other means that can address that and uh, allow the city to come in with ordinances because they have an enforcement ability much greater than the HOA does.
3: And I think that's the right solution. I mean, you're right. The authority of the association is limited to whatever it can do under its declaration. Usually it's adopt some rules and fine people for violating those rules. But they're not going to have the remedy that they really want available to them, which is getting rid of the dog. Or if you have a problem tenant, how many associations do you have that say, we want to evict that tenant?
8: Yes, exactly. Well, it looks like that's all the time we have for today's show. Tony, thanks for joining me.
6: Thanks for having me again. It was great.
8: Always great to have you with us. That, uh, is
6: hey, it- Twin Cities, Dennis Prager here. If you've been to an AM 1280 The Patriot event or to their station, then you've seen the expert work of Action Plus Sign. This local business of over 25 years specializes in vehicle graphics and wraps, storefront, and lighted signs, which you can even convert to new LED and more when it comes down to it. The folks at Action Plus are less talk and more action. They exemplify true Patriot grit Visit them online to check out a list of all their services at actionplussign.com.
2: AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Mini
0: Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency. Knew all the government's...